opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to A Blind View, where your view matters. And this is August 11th, 2023. My name is Belle, and I am your happy facilitator for this call. I really enjoy doing this. Um, Look forward to the second and fourth uh, Friday afternoons when we get to get together and discuss uh, various topics surrounding uh, blindness and things that we encounter on a daily basis. And I think we have a pretty good topic today, Uh, but before I get into that, I want to recognize and acknowledge my hosts here in Zoom, the hostess with the mostest, Allison. Hi, Allison. Thank you for being here and being my host. Happy to be here. Thank you, Bill. And I've also got Brad over in Clubhouse and doing the moderating and streaming on ACB Media 5. So he's uh, doing some triple duty there. Appreciate you being here as well, Brad. And of course, all of you folks here in Zoom Clubhouse and those listening on ACB Media 5, I definitely appreciate you being here, tuned in, and wanting to know what the topic is. So um, without any further ado, um, this is something I was actually discussing with a friend this week, and it's been brought up many times in the past before um, when we are out and about, we're traveling, or even if we're, I don't know, uh, even at home, sometimes family members will do this as well. And I know in my family, it happens a lot. And what I'm referring to is unsolicited help. That is our topic for today. How we deal with unsolicited help from strangers on the street from um, our family members who seem to know better, but they still do things without asking permission or they just, their help isn't that helpful at all. Um, So I actually took some time to do a little research on a few things and what I'm I'm actually going to read some suggested tips that were given to sighted people who are just wanting to assist us. Um, And I'm going to read those. Then I'm also going to read a few comments uh, from folks who have uh, been asked if they need help and, you know, what their thoughts are on that. Then I'll get, we'll get to hear from you all and hear your thoughts, um, how you handle unsolicited help you know do you mind it at all do you not mind it or you just you're kind of indifferent either way so um one of the first things suggested is when someone is offering to assist us in any way the first and most important thing is to communicate with us i mean (laughs) come on don't just you know just say just don't just jump in and do something and like grab us by the arm or the hand or you know and start yanking us along like we're a rag doll or something you know at least speak up and say hey you know uh, would you like some help would you like some assistance um the second suggestion is to remember that for the sighted person is to remember that it's not about them. You know, you're not helping somebody just to make yourself feel good or or look good. Um, And the way you do things to help someone is probably not the way they actually want it done anyway. Um, For instance, if someone is clearly lost, you know, you can ask them, um, what can I do to help you? Are there any directions that you need that are best for you that I can help you? Um, 
as I mentioned earlier, not grabbing us and pulling us by the arm and, oh, come on, you know, let's go this way or that way. Um, and that actually leads into the next suggestion for, you know, the helpful sighted people. Be specific, you know, just don't say, oh, it's over there. How many times have we all heard that? It's over there. Over here. Come over here. Well, where is over here? You know, sometimes people tell me that and I'm like, oh, that must be a new language in the dictionary that I didn't know, a new word, because I don't know where over here is. Um, uh, you know, so that's being very specific in how they help us. Also, the last thing is, oh, the biggest one is not getting offended when we don't want the help. Sometimes we are, actually a lot of times, we are capable of doing all of these things on our own. We don't need help. We might seem as if we're struggling, we're lost at a certain point, but maybe we're just kind of stopping to regroup for a second and then we're just off on our way again. But someone thinks we're lost and they just want to pull us along. Oh, come on over this direction or over here. Well, we don't want to do that. Um, we just want to do it our way. And so sometimes people will get offended if we say, no, we don't need their help. Um, and actually, sometimes that actually comes across as being condescending. You know, you want help or they want to uh, give you help, but it's something that clearly you can do on your own. But it's uh, so in a way that's kind of condescending, you know, well, oh, it's a poor blind person. They clearly can't open this soda can on their own. Um, so a few of the comments that I've heard uh, from people, you know, how do they deal? How do we deal with the uh, helpful sighted people who are just trying to help us? Some people say, oh, I just grit and bear it, you know, whatever. It just makes it easier, you know, to get, get wherever I need to go, do what I need to do, just grit and bear it. We'll move on. Um, another person said, well, help can be welcomed and appreciated, but sometimes blind people or sighted people take over, and that could actually lead to negative consequences and, oh, I'm sure we all have stories about that too. Um, another person said, I'm perfectly fine with being asked if I need help, but I don't want it forced upon me. And of course that's, I think a lot of us could speak to that as well. Um, and the last one is if I'm clearly struggling, then yes, I don't mind help. But if I'm just going about my day, as I mentioned earlier, you know, maybe I need to stop and regroup for a minute. Then, you know, if I say no, I don't need help, then I don't need it. That no should be the, it is a sentence. No is a sentence with a period at the end, and that should be in the discussion. So um, those are just a few things that I did some research on. And of course, some of that I really didn't need to research. That was just a lot of it's common sense to us as blind or low vision individuals. So um, my question to you all is when you are approached um, and no matter the situation or circumstance, whether it's traveling or even at home, you're with a, in a social gathering with family and oh, let's see, someone wants to open a soda for you or someone wants to do the small task for you. How do you, how do you deal with the unsolicited help from other people? And if you would like to weigh in on this, go ahead and raise your hand here in Zoom and over in Clubhouse as well. And Brad and Allison will call on you. So do we have any in... Zoom? Yes, we currently have uh, five raised hands in Zoom, and I know we've got some in Clubhouse. So, do we want to take everybody in Zoom first, or just two or three, and then go to Clubhouse? Um, or let's do a couple here, then we'll check in with Brad. Okay, sure thing. First up, we have Melissa. Hey there, Melissa. Good, good afternoon, everybody. Um, can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Very good. <laughs> awesome. 
Okay. Um, so, so here in Washington, we have a lot of individuals that are not from this part of the world. Um, they're in a different part of the world. Um, and there was a time back, way back when I was taking the bus to work, not the access van, but actual, actually the bus. Um, this lady um, came up. She was she was coming from the back of the bus, and she said, "Well, you know, I'll I'll help you get to a seat." And I'm like, "Okay." Well, she started grabbing my cane, like the end of my cane, <laughs> and and guiding me to the seat. And I said, "No, thank you." I said, "Please let me take your arm." And she's like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to do it. But she took me all the way from the back um, of the bus and took me all the way to the front where I normally sit, um, which was nice of her. But I hate it when people try to grab the end of our cane. They, they think it's right. a pole. They think it's a pole. But now if someone politely asked me in a polite tone, uh, excuse me, ma'am, would you like some assistance to get to get where you need to go? Oh yes, please. Um, that would be great. Yeah. Um, so I, I, you know, it kind of goes both ways, but the polite tone I think is what we all um, like. We, we all like the politeness and you know, courteous. Sure. Uh, help. So I think that that's that, that's just kind of my take on that. But boy, do I I'm hate sure it. I'm sure you probably um, you probably educated her by saying, "No, would you allow me to take your arm? I would rather do that instead of you grab my cane." You know, hopefully the next time she encounters a blind person, she won't do that. She'll think twice. So, yeah, who who knows? And yeah, but but I, I don't take the metro bus anymore because of safety concerns. Um, yeah. That was long, long time ago. But I prefer to take access because it's so much safer and it's door to door. So oh, there you go. That's just that's just what I like to do. But awesome. uh, but th this is an excellent topic. So thank you very much. Well, thank you for sharing. Appreciate you being here. Oh, you bet. I wouldn't miss this call for the world. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Melissa. Next up, we have Lucy. Hey, Lucy. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Gosh, I could talk all hour about this, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it depends so much on the situation that we're in. Like for traveling, um, if if I'm standing at a street corner and listening for traffic and whatever, and someone comes up to me and, and very nicely says, hi, would you like some help crossing the street? And I always will say, if you're going that way, I'll, I'll cross the street with you. Not, not saying I need help, but yeah, I'll go with you. Can I take your arm? Sure. You know, okay. So, so in the, you know, but if somebody comes up to me, here, 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 let me help you across the street. Mm -hmm. And they grab my arm and I'm no, 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 no. That's okay. I'm just fine. You know, and you know, some people are so aggressive about, you know, offering help and I don't mean to, to offend them, but it kind of freaks me out, you know, yeah. like I got off the bus one day after work and um, I was not going to go home. I was going to go to a store that was nearby. So I got off the bus and turned the opposite way than when I normally do. And this man yells at me and he goes, hey, hey, wait. And I go, what? And he goes, you're not going the right way. And I said, well, how do you know where I'm going? And he goes, well, I know where you live. I see you get off the bus every day. And he starts turning me around. And I said, I'm not going that way. I mean, I didn't say where I was going. I just said, I'm not going that way, you know, but it's like people think they know what you want and, mm -hmm. you know, that's, uh, but like, okay, so opening a can of soda, let's say <laughs> if I'm like at a family gathering and one of my nephews will say, Aunt Lou, you want something to drink? And I'll say, yeah, whatever. And they will often open a bottle of water for me or a can of soda because they do that for all my sisters, not just me because I'm blind, just because they're polite and they're, they're a gentleman. Right. So it just, it depends, you know, it so depends. Now, if I have a nurse ask me, do you need help getting dressed in the doctor's office? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Which happens a lot. Yep, that's happened uh, to me. <laughs> I wonder if it would freak him out if I said yes. 
<laughs> anyway, yeah, that that, that that's uh, I could say a lot, but that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Lucy. Well. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's check in with Clubhouse. Brad, do we have anyone in Clubhouse? I know yes, we, we do. do. We have Monica on the stage. Monica? I believe hey, Monica. Looks like you're Hello. done talking, so we lower your hand in eight seconds. I'm here. Okay, they're going to lower my hand in eight seconds. Um, so Lucy <laughs> said so much, um, which is great. Um, but for me, yeah, I don't mind if people ask me if I need help. I I have had people put, say they want to help me cross the street, and they push me across the street. And I'm like, what are you doing? And they're like, I'm helping you across. I go, not that way, you're not. And so, um, but but um, I did have the other day I was at the dentist and the hygienist you know introduced herself she said would you like to take my arm and I said sure and that was a much better exchange so mm -hmm. I'll, I'll take it if people are polite um, and if if they're rude you know I might say no I don't need any help if I don't need any help now sometimes my face will give it away and I'll, lo <laughs> I'll look I'll just look like I'm lost it hasn't happened in a long time because I don't, I don't walk by myself a lot but um, then someone will see and they'll be like, would you like some help? And I'll say, sure. So yeah, that's, that's great though. When you topic. encounter someone that, you know, the first thing they say is, would you like to take my arm? And I'm like, oh, you've been trained or, you know, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I, you've had experience before. I, so yeah, I, I told you do it. You did so, so well helping me into the office and showing me where the chair was. And I said, great job, Katie. And she said, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Great question. Thank you. Appreciate you being here and enjoy your concert. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you. Hey, Brad, do we have anyone else in Clubhouse? That's it for right now. All right. Okay. Well, shall we continue on, uh, yes, Bill? All right. All right. Judy, you are up next. Hi there, Judy. Hey there. Yeah, Monica just made a great point about thanking people when they help you in a, in a great way, you know, mm -hmm. let them know that they, that they did the right thing. Um, I'm pretty lucky with family. Uh, I spent a bunch of time these last two days with cousins that I see once a year, if that, and um, going, you know, going for, for meals. And, you know, my, when my cousin said to me, when I got served, let me know if you need, you know, help with figuring out what's on your plate. I said, no, I'm good. So that, that was great. But this reminded me of when I first started as a client at the lighthouse in Fort Lauderdale, when I first started going for, for training. And it was the first place that I had ever learned how to get around independently after I'd, I'd lost my sight. So I'd been working a little bit with the O&M instructor getting around the building. And she said to me, you know, after a couple of lessons, she said, next time you come in, I'm not going to come to the lobby to get you. I want you to come to my office by yourself. And of course, I obsessed about it all weekend because it was going to be <laughs> Monday morning. And I, 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 I redid it in my head over and over and over again. And, you know, watch the time and nine o'clock rolled around. I was sitting in the lobby and I got up and I walk to, you know, where I was supposed to. And I did everything. This was before I learned how to use a cane. And I'm, I'm trailing and I'm doing my thing. And her office was not very far from the lobby, but I'm paying attention. All of a sudden, this woman walks up, who I later found out was a volunteer. She says, where are you going? I said, I'm going to Pam's office. She says, well, let me help you. And she mm. grabbed me. Oh, no. Clearly a volunteer that had not been trained. And I said, no, I have to do this by myself. I got to do, you know, and I, so, so she, I don't, I think what happened was that I eventually, I, I think I, I let, I somehow extracted myself from, <laughs> from, from her hand and uh, retraced my steps and went back, you know, and did it and got to Pam's office successfully. And she was sitting there, she says, oh, you did it. I said, not without a lot of struggle. She says, all right, then go back and do it the way you wanted to do it. And I did, and I felt great after that, but I, this was like my first encounter with like truly unsolicited help yeah. in a setting that I thought this should really not happen this way I you know so uh but that it just reminded me of that situation that had happened all those years ago and it's not it's not a good feeling at all you know especially being grabbed yeah I don't I've never understood why people have this notion their first instinct is to grab someone I mean you don't just walk around and grab other sighted people. I mean, I, oh, I know. Maybe they do. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe, and we, we just don't know. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, being but, yeah. grabbed by a total stranger is just not, yeah, yeah it's just, it's not fun. So anyway, this is great, Belle. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate you being here. Yeah, thanks. Okay, next up we have Lynn. Hey, Lynn. Well, I have a lot of interesting things to say about that. One of the studies that I um, reviewed in my dissertation was about this, about unsolicited okay. help. And one of the and what the studies said by Wang et al. was that um, basically they 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 uh, unsolicited help both for blind people and people in wheelchairs, and they said that blind people were ruder than the people who use wheelchairs. Oh, you know what? Sometimes I can believe that. <laughs> I can believe it. <laughs> and that is nice, you know. And mm -hmm. I think it's because we get this stuff a lot, you know. And yeah. I know that um, now I, you know, now that I don't have a guide dog anymore, I, I am much more afraid to, to walk by myself, and which is crazy. I walked miles and miles and miles, you know, but um, with my dogs. But now I don't, and I don't feel as comfortable walking around and stuff like that. And that's crazy, right? It really is. And um, but but I think that this is a and, and my my parents one time um, we were going out to some dinner or something. I can't remember, you know, with my husband and and they and they made me leave the dog at home. They didn't want the dog with them, and that was made me so angry at the time. You know, I mean, this is the kind mm. of stuff that I don't like. And also. Um, I used to do, uh, conduct workshops on uh, giving and receiving help in uh, reevaluation counseling. And I think this is very important because we have to know how to ask for help and how to receive help when we do get it. Because mm -hmm. sometimes help is needed, you know, for some things. I can't, I, I, I'm, I, saw, I have trouble more, you know, twisting things that are vacuum packed and stuff like that. I can do it eventually and I do it. But, you know, it isn't so easy, you know. So sometimes people don't communicate as well as they should uh when they can so that's my take on it i i think i think uh what what people have said you know take the situation as it comes if if people just grab my arm or i remember one time in the 80s or something like that maybe in the 70s somebody helped me across the street and they kissed me i said hey hey knock that off you know oh, wow <laughs> that's not what i wanted oh my goodness <laughs> so, you know so i think um i think really if somebody grabs me, you know, or, or one of the things I hate when people say this and this happened today is I'm going to put you on this machine. I, I was going to the gym and I said, excuse me, I'm not a package. You know, I'm not a package. I'm a person. <laughs> if you want to say, uh, I'll, I'll lead you to the machine or I'll tell you where the machine is or show where the machine is, that's different. But when somebody says, I'll put you here or there or somewhere else, that to me is like, Put yeah. in a package somewhere. Just you know? throwing you down. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's my that's my take on it. Thanks. Thanks, Lynn. I always appreciate your input. You bet. Okay, next up is Jill. Um excuse me, Jewel. Gee. Sorry. <laughs> hey, Jewel. That's okay. Even Jill and I get our names confused. I've called her <laughs> Jewel. Oh. <sorry>. Seriously. <laughs> um I think this is a wonderful topic. And I have two quick examples of uh, what basically what I do. Um, it, and that's basically like showing by doing. So the first example was on a bus in Raleigh. I got on the bus and the bus driver got up and grabbed me and pushed me towards the seat. I said, no, thank you. I will find my seat. You don't push people. And then as I was getting off the bus, a gentleman at the door put out his hand because I could tell by the way he was, you know, the way he was speaking. He said, may I help you, ma'am? Mm -hmm. You know, he was very gentlemanly and he did that to everyone. I knew who he was. He did it for everyone. You know, old, young, anybody. Um, and he, I said, sure. And the bus driver said, no, she doesn't want help. And I said, no, I don't want your help because you were very rude and grabbed me and pushed me. This gentleman is being very nice. I'm going to take his help because he's asking politely um, and made a very strong point to tell her, no, this is the way to do it. The yeah. other example was actually last week I was at the grocery store. Mind you, I have gone to that grocery store every week since January. So I've been going quite a few times. I know I'm way around, but that day I was a little unfocused, a little, you know, I was concentrating and I passed the customer service. And I paused. And as I paused, this lady grabbed my arm. And I said, ma'am, please do not grab me. 
that hurts. I have chronic pain and you don't grab random people. And she got very angry and started yelling at me. And as I turn away from me, she said, she's going, we need some staff over here. She's being very rude. I was like, yeah, you are. (laughs) And as I was walking away, another lady came up and said, ma'am, do you need some help? And I said, sure. Can I take, you know, carry on? And we're just, we just, well, you know, happily move on our way. And I hope she saw that and realized that, you know, I'll take help. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So I think that's, I think I agree with others who said, you know, polite really is the way to do it. Yes. Would you like my elbow? Can I help you? How can I help you? You know, and myself, if I come across somebody that seems like they need help, I'll say, especially if a friend, I'll either say like, how can I help you? Or for friends, especially, how can I support you in what you're doing? Um, you know, especially like if they seem to be emotionally having struggles with something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Thanks for being here. Yeah. And that actually reminds me, um, what you, what Joel just said that, um, I think politeness goes a long way on both sides of the coin, whether we are showing some or demonstrating to the person who's offered to help, you know, we, we also need to be polite with them and say, Hey, um, I don't prefer you to help me in this way, but I'm going to, this is more comfortable for me. Uh, and instead of, you know, being rude with them or yelling at them, uh, because if sometimes if we do that, they're going to yell too, and it just causes more chaos. Um, but then on the other hand, as Joel just said, though, some people will just grab you and, you know, uh, no matter what you say or do, they're, they're not going to understand. They're not going to get it. So, um, all right. Who else do we have, Allison? Hey, well, I see that uh, Brad has his hand raised again. So, Brad, who do we have in Clubhouse? We have Alan. Go ahead, Alan. Hey there, Alan. Hello. Um, it's really neat that everybody is expressing, you know, what has happened with this. But I, I noticed there's Looks an, like you're done an, talking. So we lower your hand in eight another seconds. complicating factor if you have like um, a language barrier. Uh, the person trying to give me help did not have a good grasp of English. That makes it really fun. Yeah. You know, what do you, what do you do in that case, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, and that, that is a definitely another scenario, another situation to bring into the mix. There's um, lots of different scenarios that we could discuss. I mean, this topic could actually go for hours, uh, depending on each person's situation. And like you said, language barriers or just situations in general um out in public uh where we are at the time maybe we're at the grocery store maybe we're at the movies or a restaurant or maybe we're in a social gathering at home with family uh you know so it's just just depends so many variables there so you're you are correct uh the language barrier can definitely play a part as well so thanks for throwing that in there alan Okay, Brad, do we have anyone else in Clubhouse? Uh, Not right now. I'll I'll raise my hand again if we do. Thank you for asking. All right. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Desi, you are up next. Hi, Desi. Oh, Desi. There you go. There she is. (laughs) There you are. Oh, you know, I, I never, for as long as I do this stuff i will never figure out why it's okay you're new we understand i know (laughs) why when i have already figured out where the unmute button is and then i go to press it and my finger lands somewhere where it isn't (laughs) i don't know um i need help (laughs) um i think that's solicited help okay so yeah I, i think that um i think honestly you know, I've been listening to everybody and I agree with a great deal of what's been said. I don't think people should grab us and shove us around and push us around and stuff. But I, I do think that 
we have to be a little bit careful too because we may not need help at that moment with whatever it is but our reaction to the person asking us may cause them not to ask someone in the future who really does need help Mm -hmm. and so i i try to think about that a lot and it really depends it depends completely on the approach and obviously we can't always think on our feet you know when when you get surprised by somebody and they're acting in a way that you weren't expecting it's it's hard to always you know think of just the proper response i mean i totally get that but i think that um that we do have to be careful because i have had people come up to me and ask me if i needed help and one of the things that i started to say a long time ago was i don't need help right now but i so appreciate you asking and somebody else in the future might need help you mm-hmm. know because I don't, I don't want people to be put off. And, you know, I, I've actually had someone come and ask me if they could help me one day. And she said, I, I kind of was afraid to ask you because I asked somebody else once and they bit my head off. And mm-hmm. I said, I'm so sorry that that happened to you. I mean, people in the sighted world honestly do not know how to help blind people and it's not I mean it would be nice if everyone could think enough I had to think oh I shouldn't do this and maybe I should do that and you know they just see a situation um and you know I've also been in situations where oh my god could I have used some help and not one person around me asked me if I needed help you know Um, yeah that's a scary feeling yeah it is so you know I just I just think we have to take each situation individually and obviously if somebody somebody is being particularly rude like the person on the bus with Joel the the first person that she was mentioning obviously you need to speak up and say something but we are as unfortunate as it is truly a minority in society and we cannot i believe anyway that we cannot expect people to understand how to help us some people just you know they're they're just rude no matter what whether they're trying to help us or do anything with anybody and we don't have to put up with rudeness but i think we we do have to be just careful about about how we treat other people and if if more people whether they're asking if we need help or whatever, if people in the world were a little bit more careful about how we treated each other, it might be a kind of a better place. Yeah. So that's all I got I, to say. I will piggyback off that and say, though, that to us, and this is me personally, to a certain extent, I do think we do have the right to expect some level of... Um, I don't know the word, some level of uh, integrity or something from people when they're asking for help, asking us to, uh, if we need help, you know, not just treat us like a rag doll or just shove us around, you know, they don't do that to other people. So, you know, at least speak up. And sometimes, like you say, sometimes, um, the situation, it may not happen that way because we're taken aback by what they've said or they've done and we don't react the way we should. But I think there's a certain level of respect that we should be given as well as the other individual should be given as well. So, But, but I think I, that that's true of all people, though. I mean, I don't right. think that's just blind people. I think all people should try to treat people with integrity um because you don't you don't know what anybody's i mean unless you've known the person already you don't know what their background is you know and you can't just assume anything about anybody i think but that's just yeah 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 i appreciate that desi appreciate your view it's a great topic thank you all right next up we have nora and then after nora we will check in with clubhouse hi nora 
Yeah, hi. Uh, good afternoon. I'm glad to be here. And I know when it comes to my paratransit drivers, they uh, sometimes I might ask them to help me out or or they ask do I take my arm and say, sure, yeah, please, or something like that. So I, I'm very lenient. So if they want to help, they help. So that's pretty much it. And, and they're, not, they're never rude to me or anything. So that's good. <laughs> Good. You've had some good experience. Yep. Except for, except for certain drivers. Um, one driver was like, oh, my God. He didn't know I'm visually impaired. And I did tell him when I made a reserve for one of our kind of transit company. I told him I'm visually impaired, but the driver, these cab drivers that are hired to do this, do this job, I told them so unknowledgeable sure yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, and that's where we have to be our own advocate and speak up yep so that's, yep but sometimes i got help in other ways so that's nice and then sometimes they ask if i want help and he thought and i never do it <laughs> so i did i did need help <laughs> thank you yeah. thank you yeah. nora appreciate you <laughs> sharing <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Brad, who do we have in Clubhouse? We have Cassandra on stage. Go ahead, Cassandra. Hi there, Cassandra. Hi. Great topic uh, that we're talking about. Um, So I was just thinking about this a few minutes ago, and I was thinking about this friend of mine, um, and she is so sweet. And um, she's sighted, um, and she dates a person that's, uh, that's blind. And so uh, we were eating lunch the other day and I love her to death. Um, And the person, um, you know, she requires a lot of verbal cues and whatever, right? So with me, you know, she started doing the same thing. Like she's like, oh, you got, and I said, finally, I just said, you know, I love you like a mad woman, but I need you to stop. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I'm so sorry. I said, I understand. I understand why you do it because the person you know, that you, that you date requires a lot more assistance. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I said, so what I would put in your vocabulary is when you meet a new person is find out what their needs are before you just start. I said, in that exactly. way, yeah. I said, in that way, you don't get your feelings hurt. I said, cause you are so sweet. You have a big heart and you don't mean no harm. I said, but what's going to happen is somebody who ain't as nice as me, you know, is going to just go off on you and then you're going to be hurt and then I'm going to have to beat them. So, you know, it's just better, you know, if you just do that, you know, I mean, that's, that's just how I told her, you know, you just, and so now she said she's going to do that from now. She's going to ask, you know, when you first meet them, just find out what is your level? How, how can I help you so that from now on, you know, I can help you where you need it. Exactly. You know? Yeah. yeah um, each, and sometimes people get in that habit of, um, you know, like, you bring that up. My, Looks I will like use talking. my mom. So we lower your hand she, in eight seconds. She knows she's comfortable with what I need or what I don't need. But if there's another blind or visually impaired person around, she wants to do for them or not do for them based on what she's known of me. And sometimes I have to say, hey, they they might need a little extra. So right, Ex- yeah, right. You're right. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, so- we have to think about what someone else needs versus the ones we're accustomed to. Right. And um, the other story I was going to tell you, I think I um, told you this story before, but um, I always like the ones where, you know, they assume that we not only can't see, but we can't talk, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so they want to assist us by asking the other person that's with us what we need or want. Mm, oh yeah. You know, yeah, that's, does she that's want this apple? One. You know, um, you know, and, and I'm in the grocery store and they and I'm walking with somebody who's blinder than me and they they want to know if I want something. I said, well, honey, I see better than them. I don't think they're going to be able to tell you nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so I just always find that amusing, too. So thanks. This is a great topic. Thanks for bringing up that perspective. I appreciate that. You're welcome. And next up in Zoom, we have Carla. Hi there, Carla. Hi, great topic. Wow, great topic. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, all right, because Joss keeps losing focus sometimes. But anyhow, um, 
There are two different scenarii I want to propose to you. It's different what you can do, at least I find, with a family member than um, somebody that's a non, somebody that's you know part of your work. Um, uh, you know, with a family member, I can redirect them, and you know, you know, we everything's more out there. I'll give you an example. Um, the first time I cooked a turkey and had Thanksgiving dinner, and you know, because my mother, you know, I remember she was always the one that did it, and she was sick, and so I started cooking the dinner, and I had them the first time. Went right after dinner, my brother and my sister-in-law get up and they grab all the dishes off the table and they're going, they're doing dishes. I said, Tom, Michelle, no, no, no. Don't want you to do the dishes. Well, they're doing the dishes. And the other problem is I when after they left, I'm not kidding you. They put everything away and it was three months before. Oh, my. Yes. Yep, so I next, cannot time, <laughs> next year they came for Thanksgiving and they started to make their move. I said, sit. And I said, uh, <laughs> I said, this last year you jumped up and you did the dish. This is not going to happen today. <laughs> and I said, um, I can do the dishes myself. That's no problem. But here I'm going to there's something I can't do. I would like everybody to have a little care package. But believe me, you don't want to see me with an electric knife. So would you please <laughs> carve up the rest of the turkey? And I have some little containers out there and you put it in there. I'll do the dishes if you'll do that. And that was great because they did something I couldn't do. And, you know, they, they got the message. About not doing yeah, it. that's a good idea. Redirecting. I like yeah. that. But um, I have a not so happy situation at work. OK, I teach at a Christian school and I have a classroom aide. And I've gone through this with a couple of other aides that I've had in the past. And really what I need her to do is to help me monitor tests. And then, you know, she sometimes reads things to me, papers, and I'll correct them and do things like that. And we have a very inaccessible website. So I'll put the homework, um, you know, I'll send it to her in a file and then she'll paste it where it needs to go. That's that kind of stuff's appropriate. But um, lately she's been doing things like rewriting a couple of my handouts. And last year, I guess things didn't line up quite right for the sightlings. She rewrote a handout and she misspelled some of the Spanish words. And I'm correcting the test papers and, you know, I'm marking them wrong for her misspellings. And, uh, you know, and I had another aide, you know, did something like that. I, I wanted a classroom heading and all I wanted to, I just wanted this in English because I teach multiple languages. I wanted name and under that date sure. and, then, you know, things like that. What does she do? She writes Yama and Yama means call. It doesn't, you know, like Yama or Yama. his name is, but it doesn't mean name. So she puts Yama there and she says, now that means name. I said, no, it doesn't. And, you know, I just want to say, okay, this is what I need you to do. And, and it's hard when you're in a professional situation. Sure. You know, yeah. and, um, and then the other complication that this brings about is all of a sudden they're looking at her as the teacher and I'm the teacher. I'm the boss of this classroom. You right. Know? So I don't know if anybody. Yeah, those are unfortunate circumstances like that. So I don't know if anybody has any advice. It's not as easy to redirect a colleague or somebody sure. like in a professional relationship as it is a family member. And I don't know if anybody's ever had a situation like that. But if anybody wants to, you know, answer, but that's um, the thing that I run into with some Well, hopefully you can get a resolution to that and get it, you know, get a solution to it sorted out. But yes, but thank you for been... being here. I, yeah. I, I do like your idea about uh, redirecting family members. I'm gonna have to work on that. <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, if anybody, you know, has any thoughts or if anybody's had any professional, you know, on the job type problems like that, it'd be interesting to know. But thank you again for this topic and for this call. You guys are doing a great job. Thank you for being here. Randy, you are up next. Uh, oh, hey, Randy. Yeah, I think there's a lot of times I, I I get to be like with family members and some friends and they would like to help me out to get around. Yeah, I let them help me out. Um, sometimes with maybe a stranger, I maybe could get a little apprehensive, a little uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And if they're going where I'm going, well... We're friends and family. If they're going where I'm going, down, then okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
if they're not going where I'm going, then I get a little uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. All right, well, thanks for sharing, Randy. I appreciate you being here. Yeah, it's been a while. All right. Hey. And I see we do have several raised hands still, so mm -hmm. uh, if everyone can be mindful of the time, we appreciate it. All right. Next, we have William. Hi there, William. William, you need to unmute, please. I think All right. Yeah, we can just oh, go okay. on to the next person. Okay. Deanna, you're up next. Hey, Deanna. Well, maybe they're getting help. <laughs> there. Okay. There you are. I need to find the darn unmute button. <laughs> we got you. Um, not used to being on my iPhone. <laughs> it doesn't always put things where I expect them to be. Um, I think one of the things we have to be aware of is we have to be confident in how we carry ourselves and how we do things and take charge as much as possible um, so that there are times when you are in a situation where you do need help. Absolutely. I have no embarrassment about standing there and, and calling out. I need assistance. <laughs> oh, I've done that a time or two. <laughs> yeah. And um, when I've noticed a big difference from when I'm using my guide dog and when I'm not, um, when I first got vertigo, I had to go for um, physical therapy to work on my balance issue. And so um, I would walk into the lobby of the building and I would turn into the um the waiting room for the physical therapist. And then I would just move away from the door a few steps with my cane and listen for a second or two until I got kind of a, an, like an, um, it's, it's a technique for using your echolocation, mm -hmm. kind yep. of get a feel for the room. And then is I start to move what I think is down the aisle, I'll say, if I'm heading for you, speak up because otherwise I'm going to thump you with this stick and because I won't know that you're not furniture. Right. right, yep. <laughs> so, right. And I would try to make it light, but I would indicate, you know, I'm going over there to the reception desk. Yep. Hey, so I'm here, you know, path, watch move. out for me. Yep. There you yeah. go. Um, and I would, you know, maybe call out good morning. Yep. Um, to get the receptionist's attention. And if she called good morning back, that gave me a directional thing. But, you know, just be comfortable in your skin because if you aren't comfortable in your skin, then the people around you are not going to be comfortable with your blindness. Absolutely <laughs> good advice there. Uh, you know, they're going to get tense and they're going to yeah. overreact or they're going to um, stand there like furniture. And get whacked with a cane. <laughs> well, there you go. Thanks, Deanna. I appreciate you being here. And I appreciate that advice. Yeah. Catch you later. All right. Hey, let's try William again. William, can you uh, unmute and talk to us? There you go. Good afternoon, everyone. There you are. Uh, can everyone hear me? Okay. Yes, we can. This is a great topic. And I uh, really enjoy this topic. So basically, just to be... Um, uh, just to actually um, be, you know, don't be afraid to speak up Talking. for what, um, what you need. Uh, that's all I have to say. Very well said and concise. I love that. Thank you so much, William. Okay, next up we have someone with an iPhone 113. Uh, could you tell us who you are? Please? Hello. I'm the cell phone. Uh, uh, I'm Howard. I'm sorry I don't have it labeled. Hi, Howard. Right. Welcome and, to the call. Uh, I think, well, I appreciate all the comments and these, uh, the information. Uh, I, I think there's a big difference sometimes between a total and a even a low partial. Because I've been a 
medium parcel to, to a high parcel most of my life. And then just in the last four years, I became a really low parcel, but I could still use the cane and get around white cane and, and get around to most places. And sometimes I go to the grocery store and I, I needed help for somebody, maybe the since I, I changed, you know, vision change, but now I'm a total and especially getting around when you get out in open spaces or whatever, uh, it's, I really need, uh, you know, uh, I, I can accept help, put it that way, or people to mm-hmm. say, I'm over here, you know, cause, uh, I live in a retirement community and they have holes and I go down the hall and sometimes people don't talk and I'm going along with my cane and, these are older people, you know, 80 to 90s. And yeah. you don't want them to fall. So sure. I, I'm hoping no. they say something. So I know they're there. So I'd stop rotating my cane from side to side. Because I do go on one side the hallway. So just normally. But, but anyway, uh, I was welcome help one day. And I can't see to see that people are there. And I was out trying to, I thought I could cross this uh, road over to this park. And unfortunately, it's at a slant, you know, part of it. And uh, and I didn't quite, and I turned around and I thought I could go back to the sidewalk where the, the building was. I was trying to go. And somehow I didn't make it. And I was going down a driveway and going to go right back onto the street. And luckily, a, a gentleman said, oh, can, can I help you? <laughs> and okay. uh, so, and I said, oh, yeah, I, I was headed towards the building pan hall and said, oh yeah no you're turned all around here uh can i help you back and i said yeah can you give me your arm or or i can or yeah. your shoulder or whatever and and, and get and me that's back great that the... he he actually asked you instead of just assuming well yeah, yeah. Uh, i can understand why people are, are upset that people grab you or whatever yeah but i my my comment is like when i was a even a medium low partial i, I didn't want to accept help either a lot of times, but I got uh, now right. the total. I got to realize that I have to, even when I was that, I, I needed to say nicely, uh, uh, I appreciate your, your thoughtfulness, but I don't need help right now, but uh, I sure need help now. So if, yeah. if you turn the person off, they, you know, because I bring using up a good a point. You bring up so, a very valid point on whether someone's totally blind or low vision. Um, like I said earlier, uh, so many different variables of when we're looking for help or when we're not looking for help just depends on what those variables are Um, someone with low vision may not really want the help when you're totally blind you definitely might want it so yeah i appreciate you bringing that up yeah especially fairly newly blind you know total absolutely thank you thank you so much welcome to the call okay bye and Val, I'm sorry, I'm a little late with the time check, but we currently have seven minutes left and we have four raised hands. All right. If you guys can be really brief, I'm going to actually, Allison, I'm going to cut it off at uh, 6.57 if you don't mind. So whatever the last hand is at that point. Okay. All right, Beth, you can unmute. Hi, Beth. All right. Great topic. And I do agree that um, since I am total, it, it, it really does make a, a lot of difference. And sometimes what I will do is I'll walk into a room or the lobby. I also live in a senior facility and I'll say, okay, I wonder where there's an empty chair around here. You know, I'll, I'll kind of make conversation with whatever mm-hmm. it is that I'm trying to do. And that, that can be a great way to naturally get the help that you might need. The other thing I wanted to quickly bring up is, and it's it's late now to 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 start with this, but it might be an interesting topic for another time, unless some people have a few things to say now. Also, for those of you who had sight and then lost it later in life, what would you have done when you had sight regarding running into a blind person who needs help? So thank you very much. Oh. Great, great call. Thank you so much. I, oh, that might be a topic. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Beth. Okay, next up, we have Ann. Hi, Ann. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Okay, good, good. It is a wonderful topic. And I'm sure all of us could talk about it for hours. 
Uh, just quickly, uh, the last one that I had, I was in line and I was with somebody who was going to help me through the line. This lady walks up, grabs my plate, my empty plate away from me, grabs me, pulls me uh, and knocks my hand off uh, my friend's arm so hard that she slapped it off. I don't think she meant to slap me, but she did. She slapped <laughs> my hand off of my friend's arm, grabbed me, pulled me up to the place where the food was to fix my plate. And I was so mad, I left the church mm. because I told all the pastors that I had been slapped and I had grabbed and pulled. And I said, that's not the way you treat people. And I'm not going to be treated that way. And I left. Wow. Oh, well, you know, it's <laughs> would have been nice if the person would have said, hey, um, I am so-and-so. I would love to. Um, oh, she, no, you. she doesn't do stuff like that. She oh. grabs, grabs, pulls, yanks, you know. Sounds like and... that's a multiple repeat offender there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's, okay. It's, some people do that. <laughs> yeah. That's unfortunate. So. All right. Well, thanks, Beth. Uh, Anne, sorry. Yeah. My name's mixed up. <laughs> okay. We have two hands left. One of them has already spoken, and okay. we're at 56. So, Joni. So let's go with the one that has it. Hi, Joni, okay. really quick. Hi, everybody. Uh, I have been in the hospital off and on for the last three weeks, I guess. And um, it's very interesting, the treatment that you get. Now, some people are great. Other people, I'm sure people have had this experience where they start talking to you, but they think they have to repeat it a couple of times. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm totally blind and people uh i'll say where is this where's the cup of water oh it's over there oh, and i had one nurse that just would not tell me where the water was and she kept saying over there and i said where put my hand on it and she said well it's over there it's like she didn't want to understand. It sounds like you have to be the repeater for her instead of them repeating exactly. everything. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What it sounds well, like. I, well, Belle, I love your program, and I've been in, in it before, but having been hospitalized off and on, I can't always come in. But Well, and, I am happy you're here today. Well, thanks so much. And I hope you start to feel better and come back again when you can, okay? Oh, thank you so much. All right. Um, and I think we are going to wrap up uh, No More Hands at this point because I do want to make a couple or a quick announcement. First of all, our next call will be on August 25th at the same time at 6 p.m. Eastern. And going forward, this call is going to take on a slightly different format. We're still going to do on the second Friday, we'll still do like an open forum where I'll present a topic and get everyone's feedback. But on the fourth uh, Friday from here forward, at least for the foreseeable future, um, I'm going to be inviting uh, guest speakers to come in and share their thoughts, actually their views on uh, various topics. I will be asking them questions. Um, sometimes it may be a panel of individuals. Other times it may just be one individual. So that is that is um, at least the plans for now. So I hope you all will continue to come and support a blind view where I always say your view does matter and Allison thank you so much for hosting Brad uh, thank you for streaming 
and broadcasting and moderating in Clubhouse. And of course, thank you to you all for being here in Zoom, Clubhouse, and listening on ACB Media 5. I will be back again on the 25th of August. Everyone take care and thanks again for sharing your view.